Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And we are continuing our dissection of Season 4 of Cobra Kai with Episode 9 called The Fall. And so, to me, this episode really, really feels like the first part of a finale. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't feel like a complete episode, and it almost makes me like, why didn't they just do one long, like hour long season finale? Rather than I was kind of wondering that episodes. too, like, but that was after the fact because I, when I first watched this, as I'm thinking back long ago, um, and that gave me another idea. Uh, but when I first watched this, I thought it was the season finale. Like right. I, I didn't, I didn't even realize that there was an episode ten. So yeah, uh, well, it, it's totally setting everything yes, up as, if, as the finale. If they if they ended it where this episode ends, it would have been like a heck of a a, a cliffhanger leading mm-hmm. into another season. But they don't. You get a full resolution of this tournament, and that's how the season ends. Um, well, it's half the tournament, right? So in retrospect, I guess in retrospect, when you look at episode ten, you're wondering why this episode and episode ten aren't just the same episode. But yeah. also, like, this is a Netflix show, and every episode is released simultaneously. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like this was episode nine, and you had to wait a week to see episode ten. You had to wait about five seconds. Yeah, that's what I, um, I said when, when we were doing pre-production. I said all this stuff blends together in my head because when I watched it, I watched the whole thing straight. I I took right. it Saturday, and and for like probably like seven hours, which is probably what it boils down to. Probably episodes, not even if that, yeah, yeah, because each episode is uh, I just about watched the whole minutes. thing, you know, and it would just it would like uh, the scream would go black for like about a minute. I'm like, oh, okay, that's where the commercial would probably go in. Oh no, it's next next episode. Right, some of them are really quick. This one I think was like 32 minutes. Um, but yeah, I I I thought the same way. I, I felt the same way even when I was rewatching it you know, right before the show, just because I like to have everything fresh in my head. Um, But yeah, uh, it starts the All-Valley Tournament. If this was a a movie, this would definitely be the season finale of this rivalry. Yeah. Um, The standard rivalry, you know, of one side versus another, whether we're talking about war or sports, doesn't really matter, you know. And then we've got this three-way type of thing going on now because you got Eagle Fang, you've got Miyagi Do, and then of course you've got the uh, show's namesake, Cobra Kai. Well, and I love how like there's other other dojos exist, but they're all rendered meaningless by these three dojos. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's it, like it's like what are those other kids thinking? You know, that have it, these other you know that are in these other dojos. Are they just, cheaper? Is it like a money thing? And it's like really funny because when you go back to season one in the first Cobra Kai turn, or not, I'm sorry, the first All-Valley tournament in this series, you had Cobra Kai, which is like recently reopened. You had Miyagi-Do, which had one student. And then you had all these other dojos that compete every year. And they just got um, stomped by these two, brand, yeah. quote unquote, brand new slash, uh, I get, we'll call them retro dojos. Because like yeah. they hadn't actually competed since the eighties, yeah. So, but they're just that that much better, I guess. You know, it was funny in pre-production. We were saying this episode's going to be like five minutes because it's like really quick. And here we haven't even really started yet. We're just talking about the intro, yeah, and about that, you know, like the whole thing we've going on for like five ten minutes. This is this is why there's a show, yeah. We're because we're four, we could just talk. We haven't even talked about what's going on yet. 
we're four minutes in. Oh, okay. Actually, talking about the episode might only be five minutes, but yeah. But there's a um, lot of other stuff, you know, to pick apart that's in there. And we start this episode like all finales start, right, with a big um, uh, celebrity cameo with Carrie Underwood coming in to sing. I was really shocked when I saw that. Like I, like the first time, I still remember. I'm like, is that Carrie Underwood? And then, and then they yeah. announced, and there's Carrie Underwood. Like, is this the most random celebrity cameo of all time? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought they might have picked like somebody that they they made a fictional like character that's like a you know a singer or something to just do like the national anthem even. Right. But no, here they have like this whole fight song that I'm like, and I'm listening well, to it like, again. I'm like, I'm really digging this, and I'm not really as into country, but she doesn't. She kind of like blurs the lines. Well, you know what? She's she's singing um, "Moment of Truth" by Survivor, which was right. featured in the original Karate Kid movie. Right, but what well, I, I like, I was not expecting that to come out of her mouth. But it's oh no, it's no, no, basically no, no. like the fight song for the you know for the old movies. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. And I'm like, because here I'm thinking, okay, oh wow, that is Carrie Underwood. I guess it's going to be some country song, and then she comes out with that. <laughs> and she did it really well too. I, you know, it was, not, it was really not, good. I was like, I need to get a copy of this. Like, I'm not a country I music fan, but I've always like Carrie Underwood just sounds really good all the time. Yeah, I mean, that, she's got one of those artists that you know she can really just go back and forth. She could do yeah, she country, can uh, she cross genres. Yep, you know, and that, and that shows a, a real artist there. You know, um, and, and you see it sometimes. To, to a lesser extent with like Dolly Parton will go into more kind of like poppy stuff. Uh, Kenny Rogers tried it for a little bit, but he was too great at it. But yeah, you don't really see that going back and forth of, you know, a musical genre. But that was just like an odd thing that I, that, you know, came to my mind, you know, as I'm watching this Netflix show, yeah. you know, I'm like, and they got Carrie. I'm like, so now I'm kind of wondering, is Carrie Underwood a big fan? She's probably gonna say she's a big fan, but I'm like, I wonder if like her agents, you know, she said to her agent, "Get me on Cobra Kai." Well, I yeah, honestly, I, I, because I would do the same that, thing if I yeah. had fame. I'm like, get me on Cobra Kai. It's funny you say that. I had the same thought. Like, did she ask to be on the show? They just worked her in. Yeah, because I can't see in her. I, I can't see Netflix. You know, maybe being able to pay her, but I mean, oh, they have well, a bunch uh, of unknowns except I, for the three type. You know. Except for, you know, Ralph Macchio. Right. Um, you know, Crease and uh Johnny. Uh like, I'm sure this Netflix. show I'm sure this show makes Netflix more money than it costs them to produce oh, it. Oh my god, yeah. I it's gotta be like one of their top tier. And I, I was still in on it when it was on YouTube Red. I'm still saying it. I was the first to ring That's, that bell. That is your that is your OG signed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can you can always say I I YouTube ready this. Hey, and I ma- and I made Derek watch it so we could do the show on it. That's, That's true too. That's how much I loved it. I forced him to watch it so we could do uh, episodes on this, and here we are, many years later. Because I ha- I have to look and see when we did that first one with the uh, with YouTube Red. Um, probably five years ago. It had to be, you know. And here we are. Like I never thought I'd it, well actually it'd no be no no where it is so... now. I think when I started watching Cobra Kai, the third season was out. So this is probably oh, like two or three years ago. Okay. But yeah, we, we had some like breaks because of the pandemic and everything. So it wasn't yeah. 
we plus we there was digress. a break between YouTube Red and Netflix. Yeah, but that's kind of what we do. You know, I, I kind of think it's a it's, yeah. I kind of think it's our uh, our uh, little kind of in thing where we just go off on tangents. But uh, let, if let's we didn't, back on track. if we Harry didn't do tangents, we wouldn't be us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like it's like it's a three it's a three horse race for this all valley tournament, which is following a new format with having a skills competition and a separate boys and girls division. And this uh, this starts off with the skills competition, which they kind of just breeze through. It's like a very quick montage of karate skills and using weapons and stuff. Yeah. And you see uh, Miyagi-Do's doing very well, and them and Cobra Kai, not Cobra, yes, Cobra Kai are basically the leaders throughout. And then um, Eli fails to execute a high-leaping kick. He fails to break a board. So Miyagi-Do finishes in second in the skills competition and Cobra Kai wins. Um, Eagle Fang is like third or fourth place. So their only hope to win this competition at all would be to win in the uh, men's and women's actual karate portion of it. Right. And you get the the traditional matchups for the most part. next episode but we haven't gotten there yet and as the karate starts um you see cobra kai beats miyagi do like three fights in a row and you see them doing counters to miyagi do's moves with miyagi do defense and uh it cuts to robbie robbie's got like a a sly smile on his face because he taught them all the moves right and then daniel calls robbie out for it and uh he he tells him never put passion in front of principle because even if you win you lose. Yeah, and I it's, think it's, it's, a, it's those deep kind of thoughts that we always get from Miyagi Do, you know. Yeah, where it's like wow, I got to really think about that statement for a second, you know. Well, and because Robbie had said before that it doesn't matter what how you fight as long as it works, right? And Daniel says what he says, and like let's put some. Um, uh, what emphasis on this and let's remember this for later because I think this comes up uh, later this will that statement becomes more important yeah I think I know what you're talking about but I'm not going to say it on here right 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 you know we're not there um, yet yeah we're not there yet but you have this this three-way uh horse race you know with them and you know and I, I might be jumping a little bit ahead, but I, you know, I wanted to bring up that you you have this drive by the senseis even more than the students to win. Even Daniel, you know, gets into it a little bit with you know trying to get them to win and try. But it's more it's more about their own egos than they're there for the kids. Oh, and sure. Cause... I, and I think you see that throughout this entire episode, right up until the end. And let's, um, a good example of this in the quarterfinals battle between Sam, representing Miyagi Do, mm-hmm. and Piper, who is, uh, that athletic girl that, co- that joined Cobra Kai. Right. Uh, Johnny tried to recruit her, but it didn't work out. So Sam ends up beating her, but she beats her by using more Eagle Fang, like aggressive style. Right. 
And that, of course, to your point about the, the, the whole egos and everything. So Daniel says, well, he didn't win the right way. The right way being using Miyagi-Do. And that's just, you know, like you were saying, his whole ego. Yeah, because it's his, because it's like kind of a passive aggressive way where you see uh, with Crease or Johnny, it's just blatant. Um, but, you know, with Daniel, it's still basically there. It's like, why aren't you doing what I told you to do? That's basically what you're saying. You know, you have to do it my way or it doesn't really count. You know, and then, and he's, he's doing that passive aggressive way versus, you know, Chris and, and, and Johnny. Sam calls him out on it. She says, maybe my right way is different than your right way. And she asks him, do I get a choice? Right. And that and, really and none of these people have given them a choice. And this this whole season has kind of been about um, – because, you know, it started with a, the Miyagi-Do Eagle Fang cooperative right. that ultimately failed because of Johnny and um, Daniel's egos. Mm-hmm. But a blending of the offensive and defensive style, wouldn't that be the perfect way to fight using both? Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think that that's like the the elephant in the room. Like, it's so obvious that neither of them see it. All they see is they want to prove that their way is the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, Johnny's just way over aggro aggressive. And Daniel does this passive aggressive kind of, hey, you have to do it my way or, you know, you're not really winning. You know, he's almost uh, equating it to cheating. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't come right out and say it. But he's basically saying, hey, you're using Johnny's way. And that's like kind of cheating. Um, because Johnny can get down and, and dirty because he was taught by Crease. You know, that doesn't just go away in a day. Um, you know, and for the longest time, Crease was the only father figure he really had. You know, he never really bothered with uh his stepfather, which we learn about in you know, in this series. But it, it's it's continued to be and I think they really really want to slam it into everybody's heads that you know that hasn't figured it out yet that's what they're trying to do that hey you know maybe the kids just need to be kids and go out there and be themselves they're not going to be you mm-hmm. you being crease johnny or daniel and you know you get this throughout as as each of the you know the fights come up in the quarterfinals you know it's, it, the sam and piper thing is a perfect example Yep. And what Daniel says to him. But then it, it just keeps going, you know, so we see how, how Daniel's reacted to it. And then we go to the others and see how they're reacted to it. So um, in another quarter quarterfinals fight, you have Eli, formerly known as Hawk, going yes. up against Kyler, um, who bullied him from episode one of of the, the whole series. Right. Until he became the Hawk. And uh, I think so- that's great that they kept him, too. I mean, because he was in it. Uh, you know, he's the kid that you love to hate in the yeah. series. Oh, yeah, you know, no, like he's, he's like the main kid. Like, oh my god, rich. what a bully! Like he's yep. the Draco Malfoy of Cobra Kai. Oh, that's a good reference. Yeah, that's Thank a good you. analogy. Thank you. Uh, uh, this is again nerd pop culture. Yes. You know that that I'm more that I'm more versed in versus the technical as we were talking about. Not as much of a technical nerd as pop culture, but yeah, I mean, like this is the kid. Um, that bullied, you know, both Eli, you know, and, and Miguel. Miguel. Yep. You know, and Johnny's the one that what, which kind of cracks me up. He beat up a teenager. 
and somehow there are no repercussions for that. But th- th- never mind. This is me segue. Yeah, anyway. you know, I'm trying to keep us on track. Yeah, let's get back to it. Yeah. All right. So Eli gets called up for his fight, and like you're calling him Eli. He's not at this point. He's no longer Hawk. His whole persona has been shattered. Right, because they shaved his head. Yep, they shaved his head. Um, right, so he's just really going by Eli now. At, at this point, his confidence is like at an, almost an all-time low because he failed yeah. in the skills competition. And so as he's walking up for his fight, his ex-girlfriend comes to give him – gives him a pep talk, says his, he's not his haircut, and that like you know, what made him cool was him. And then she kisses him, and like that, I guess, snaps him out of whatever he was in. And he kind of gets his groove back and he tells Daniel that he knows who he is and he's going to win the whole bleeping competition. Yeah. And then he actually goes and kicks the crap out of the, out of his former bully. For, and it only took four seasons to get to that point too. Well, you know? but his, and you know, his arc is like really, really cool. Cause he starts off as like the shy nerd. Right. But finds Cobra Kai takes on the persona of the Hawk becomes the bully. He hates to the point where he broke his own best friend's arm. Yeah. Then makes amends, loses everything he thought he was, only to find out who he really is. And I mean, this is, uh, you know, something that pretty much every, you know, episodic television drama series does. You know, they have this huge swing from good to bad to redemption and finally, yep. you back to your what you should be as your true self. I, it's 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 probably been done thousands of times, you know, sure. in in TV and but and you know it, uh, especially if you're watching this. I mean, unless you're, you know, just a Cobra Kai fan, but not really a fan of like the the pop culture of what's going on on TV. But you see this kind of thing. But even though you see it, it's like, oh wow, just got a tear in my eye on that one. Just got a tear in my eye. You did it to me again, Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. You did something that I could see coming a mile away, and you still nailed it. And, and they do it flawlessly throughout the series. I cannot say a negative thing about the series. Yeah, I don't think I really have, other than it's that it doesn't come out fast enough. <laughs> you know? Um, now, having said that, I haven't watched season five, but right. I think what will be cool is, uh, when we go over season five, for me, because you've already watched it. I don't yes, know how I've many watched times. it. Just once. Okay. I haven't watched it Also, right before uh, we start recording on that. I want to have like. The, You're going to have my, your virgin experience. My virgin experience on air. So it's the first time I'll be talking about. It. So we record on Saturdays. I'm going to watch it Saturday morning before we uh, fire up the mics. Just so Derek can come at it from experience and I can come at it from like, wow. Yes, because I'll, I'll be watching for the second time. You'll be watching for the first time. Right. So, uh, but anyway, going back to this whole uh, yes. Eli th- Eli Hawk thing, you know, I thought that was great. I, I, I when I saw her walking up, you I knew at what first was didn't happen. see it. Con- no, at first I didn't, but I'm thinking there's no way she's going to do this because she broke up with him for a girl. And no, she broke up with him because he was becoming kind of a d bag. Well, yeah, and, and then, then she just went, happened and to start dating, and then girl. she was dating the girl. But you know, and now she's now she's interested in him because I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, 
I, I mean, I was happy that, you know, it, he got his groove back and everything else. And, you know, he starts to turn around because you really feel bad for him. You know, because uh, because of his story arc, you, you start hating him. Yeah. You know, bit. with season two. And it's like, oh, God, I hope he gets the crappy out of him. I'm like, oh, my God, you always getting the crappy out of him. You know, like it, it, it totally turns, <laughs> you know. And, you know, I, I think it's great for his character. I think it's great to uh, all the actors I know, they love playing bad characters, but they also like playing good characters. He got to do both. Yeah. Um, and he really went down. Like you said, he broke his uh, what his best friend's arm. I mean, that's pretty hardcore. I think the only other character that goes on like uh, the same kind of journey that Eli goes on is Robbie with being like uh, the good slash the bad kid. I, and here's the thing. As of the end of this season, I still don't really know what he is because I don't think he knows what he is. Like his character doesn't know what he is. You're talking um, about Robbie? Robbie. Well, yeah. that's that's a good segue because his, his fight is up next. Yeah, because he goes back and forth and we're going to see exactly what I was talking about. And mm-hmm. roll, roll the next uh, scene, Derek. So for th- this quarterfinals fight, you see Robbie going up against Kenny. So it's Cobra Kai versus Cobra Kai. And right. Kenny's the kid that Robbie's been mentoring this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, you know, and just to, to remind people, Kenny was also the one that was getting bullied by, right, Daniel's, by Daniel's son. son. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Robbie found that out and he took him under his wing. Uh, when he came, once, once Kenny came to the dojo and, you know, explained what was going on and why he wanted to go there and all that. And they became really good friends. And, you know, so, uh, go ahead. I You do this way better than I do, Derek. I'm just good at interrupting you and yep. throwing in weird, unique so, points. So, for, for the beginning in this match, like, Robbie's taking it easy on Kenny, and Kenny's getting in some points with shots, so Kreese calls Robbie over and says, don't forget, he's not your friend, he's your opponent. And that kind of triggers Robbie to go into, like, attack mode, so as for when the next um yeah but but rounds, there's, there's, one key pl- there's one key part you missed because he said do you want to win this and Robbie's like well of course and then he says you know well are you fighting your friend or are oh, you fighting right. your opponent but I know but I think that is very key to what I think this is going into mm-hmm. because Chris is like don't you want to win this you know he's like what are you doing you know Stop being, you know, this little, you know, wishy-washy and, no, you know, no mercy, no mercy. That's exactly that's their motto. And he's like, do what I taught you. That's what he's basically he doesn't say that. But that's what basically he's saying. He's like, all you need to do is win. Doesn't matter who you're fighting, you know. Um, And then he goes in and get yeah, there. Yeah. Go so. So the referee calls for the resumption of the match and um, really fast, really hard. Robbie makes this like super aggressive kick to Kenny, like knocking him right out. And it's like so aggressive that like the whole audience gasps at the impact of it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what you just basically watched was like the equivalent of a high school senior destroy um, like an eighth grader. Yeah, I thought we I, we were Kenny actually is. talking about this. He he probably's got a foot or two 
on him height wise has probably got the longer reach with his legs and his arms. And he's got at least fifty pounds on him too. Oh, has to. wise. And I know the karate's different, like where you're supposed to be able to beat bigger opponents and everything. But this kid just started karate, you yeah. know? Versus Robbie, who's been doing it for years now, you know. You got this brand so, new kid, you know, who starts and he's been doing it for a couple of months. And like so you have like And he did what Chris told him to do. You have the expected outcome, but not the way you would think it would happen. Cause he, cause Robbie was mentoring this kid mm-hmm. and is mentoring this kid. So this is kind of like to your thing about the, the egos of the trainers and their, their influence on the kids. Right. But, but what's, what's the key difference here with Cobra Kai versus Eagle Fang and Miyagi Do is where the students of Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do kind of are bristling against that control. Robbie falls right into heel with Kreese. He just folds and just, he's a Cobra Kai, you know, all it is is winning. You know, that's all that matters. doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you do it. Like, he's the only one of the three dojos. Oh, I mean, they all fall in line, you know, all, you know, all of Cobra Kai. But... It shows you the amount of control the crease has, you know, with them and silver. Um, because that comes up a little bit. Uh as an aside. Well, you don't find that until the next episode either. So forget I just said that. But um <laughs> but <laughs> but this is where, you know, he hasn't really grown into himself yet. And 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 I think you kind of see that conflict with Robbie's character, is he doesn't really know what he wants to be yet. The the kids from, you know, Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang, they're really growing and they're growing into generally good people, it seems, with the mentorship of Johnny and Daniel, even though Johnny, Johnny and Daniel really are just in it for their egos, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of this. You see that that kind of breaking away of the students from that hardline philosophy, but Cobra Kai, all their team members, they just fall in line. If they start to like relent or whatever, because the same thing happens later on uh, in the next episode, you know, uh, with uh, a couple of the other fights. Well, and so this episode, the fall ends with the start of the semifinals Mm -hmm. and that's Miguel versus Eli. So two best friends going at it, representing two different dojos. And as Miguel's going up to take on Eli, who I guess you could call Hawk again. I'm not sure. Yeah, his um, alter ego. I, I kind of want to have an alter ego just to call me that, but then I just think it's <laughs> presumptuous now at being 51. I don't think I really <laughs> can have it anymore. I, I really should have thought about this 30 years ago. It would have made more sense then, you know. But but yeah, no, I understand it completely what we're talking about. I just wanted but, to throw that in there. This, I'm like, I think that's really cool how you could switch personas. This scene speaks to your point about the effect of uh, the senseis on the kids. Okay. Johnny tells Miguel, um, remember your killer instinct and to take his butt out. He doesn't say butt. Um, so Miguel hears his, his sensei just tell him to basically to, to, to take out one of his best friends. And you have like, he's already conflicted because of uh, his, his and Sam's relationship um, everything that went on in the previous episode with uh, when he was trying to be all emotional with Johnny and Johnny was drunk and called him Robbie. So Miguel's not in a good headspace as it is. And his, and his sensei is putting a lot of pressure on him. 
Because at this point, Cobra Kai, uh, not Cobra Kai, Eagle Fang is basically just down to Miguel if they have any chance of winning. Because uh, their one girl lost in her quarterfinals match. And they didn't win the skills competition. So they only have this men, uh, boys competition, men's competition, whatever you want to call it. So Miguel's got all this pressure on him. Uh, him and Eli start to fight. Miguel goes for Johnny's tornado kick and throws his back out. Or you think, or at best, you think he throws his back out. At worst, you think, oh crap, did he just re-aggravate his uh, horrible back injury? And he's lying on the mat, screaming in pain. And that's basically where the episode ends. With um, Sam and, uh, not Sam, Daniel and Johnny going to his aid. And that is where we are going to end this episode. And we will be back with the season finale soon. I seem to have lost Todd. So for Todd, this is Derek. Uh, remember to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Old Nerd Young Nerd. And I'm Derek, and remember, normal is the new boring. Thanks for listening, everybody.